The opinions expressed on this program are solely those of its hosts, guests, or callers, and do not necessarily represent the opinions of WTBR-FM, its management, other producers, or sponsors. What do you do when you get two guys stuck here in miserable Pittsfield, Massachusetts, who just absolutely couldn't believe that horrible officiating call that ended the Super Bowl completely? It is Cronin and the Zuck. We're going to talk about other things, too, but let's go! Might be one of the worst intros we've ever had, but that's okay. We got an hour coming at you, folks, all right? And Ralphie, if you're listening, we're not just going to be doing a Super Bowl recap because I know you saw your pro. Let's go! Andy Reid had a Waffle House menu in his hand the whole damn game. A Waffle House party! Smothered and covered for Andy Reid and his mustache. Hey, welcome to another sizzling edition here of Cronin and the Zuck on WTVR 89.7 FM, 413-445-5943. Robbie, how you doing, brother? I'm alive. <laughs> that, that's all I can say. I think we both feel the same way this morning, you buddy. You look worse than I do, though, so I don't feel so bad. Well, oh, I, thanks a I, lot. I thanks a lot, lot man. I, I appreciate like, that. Well, I cut my hair. I'm kidding. I mean, anyway, let's, you know. First, well, I, I look like I, I have my, I have my, uh you know, COVID uh, pandemic hair going on again. Yeah, yeah. I don't have COVID, but I have the hair that I've exactly. had during COVID. So. The hair, the COVID. What's the, <laughs> is that like supposed to be like a greasy thing, the COVID hair? So ah, I just haven't not. got it caught in a while. Oh, like, don't worry about it. It's all good, man. I wish if I could grow my hair along with anyway, listen. This... At least we don't look like Rihanna up on oh those my like God, uh, please. 40 feet high. Can, can you actually you know? get somebody good at the Super Bowl, please? I mean, uh, first of all, I got to say this, all right? Okay. Now, I decided that Sue and I were going to actually watch the Super Bowl at my place. The problem was I don't get Fox, right, because they have this ridiculous blackout on my dish, right? So I called Dish Network, and I said, okay, here's the alternatives, right? So so the guy gets on the air, you know, on the phone with me, and I said, listen, I said, can you please find an alternative to, to me because we're not getting Fox. This has gone on for two months, okay, with Dish Network. I'm ready to get rid of this, but this has gone on for two months, right? So the guy suggests NFL Network, right? I said, I said, wait a second. It's not on NFL Network. Oh, yes, it is. It's on ESPN2. I said, no, it's not, right? So it's on Spanish Broadcasting. So I paid extra money to get the Spanish Broadcasting Network. So here I am on Fox. Now I'm saying to myself, if you can, if you can put on the Spanish Fox, why can't you put on the regular Fox? So this is what we did. Sue came over. We sank the phones in with the, with the, with the computer, and we put on the broadcast for Kevin Burkhart. And we basically sank in, and so we're watching the Spanish broadcast on TV. But, I mean, it's just craziness. I mean, all this money you're spending on, on, on cable and dish and all this stuff. I mean, this has been two months, but it was crazy. You know, have, now, let me ask you this question. Nuts, you know? Let me ask you this question. With, yeah. the, with the Spanish broadcasting, were the commercials in Spanish, too? Yeah, the commercials were. No, some of them were, and some of them not. But the interesting thing is, after the game, the, the interviews were in English. Because all these guys speak. And the funny thing is, you know, I'd love to get them on sometime. My old buddy Ricky Ricardo is the, the uh, Spanish voice of the Yankees, but also the Spanish voice of the Philadelphia Eagles. So I heard him on the other night. You know, he was talking about the game and everything like that. But he's been doing the Eagles games for Wait, a long, long time. You're Ricky Ricardo from uh, I Love Lucy. No, not that. Not, not, I know. <laughs> not, a different Ricky Ricardo. So. I know, I know. But, but anyway, yeah. It's, uh, but, but, you know, we'll talk about that. Oh, the halftime show. Is so It's funny. I got, I got different messages on social media about the halftime show, about the dancers. One, my friend Rob Young. Squid Descri- game. Describe them as the sperms from everything you want to know about sex, but we were afraid to ask Woody Allen. And then my buddy Jimmy, who's called our show before, described him as the Oompa Loompas from, from Willy Wonka. I thought it was horrible. I mean, I first of all, she's lip syncing. You know, get the stones on for crying out loud. I know they're older than the hill, but get, get something like, get get some real music on there, man. You know, something you can dance. That stuff is uh, it, it may be It made me miss when uh, uh, Aerosmith was out there with Britney Spears. Fine, and, get and Aerosmith sink, on know. there. I don't care. And the Who and Tom Petty, and, yeah, you know well, those are those Tom, are yeah, poor Tom Petty. I mean, we got to get. I know poor Tom Petty is right, but you know, like that that was just, and you know, the thing is, like they built it up. And I thought, you know, our buddy Ralphie didn't like the show last year because it had Snoop Dogg and you know all, <laughs> Dr. Dre and all that. Even but, Snoop Dogg would have been better. But you know, know what though. 
at least like last year there were guests that came out and and they like pumped it up in the beginning of the of the of bef- in the Snoop pregame Dogg. where they showed like Snoop Dogg was there, Jay Z was there. There were all these. Uh, Paul McCartney and Rihanna wrote a song together. Could you imagine if Paul McCartney came out on stage? With oh, her, I mean, you know, no guests. He's a and good guy, you know. He'll he'll, he'll that would sing that would have been that would have been phenomenal, and you know, and, <laughs> and that, a lot better than her, that's for sure. And then you find out she's four months pregnant after, and they have her floating around like fifty feet in the air. I'm kind of going, what the hell <laughs> know, is this Barbara, all about? I thought it was like Barbara Streisand and Funny Girl or something. <laughs> she pretends she's but pregnant. I, I, I heard you know? I heard one thing. What they do is they like the day or two before the Super Bowl. Yeah. They uh they do the entire act. You mean that's why the field sucked? Is that why? Well, we can get to that yeah, too. Yeah, but what they do that. is that before before the game, or yeah. before the halftime show, like two days before it, they they do an entire the entire show, like the entire halftime show, and then they play it as a background track while they're doing it on the stage during the game. That's why, like when the Red Hot Chili Peppers played, yeah, uh, you know, Fieldy, the bass player, he's he's jumping around, going nuts. They're not even having their instruments plugged in. So, like, they're basically playing to a background check, but you could literally see Rihanna. Like, she'd be going, ha! And then, like, she'd turn. I know she was she'd turn her, the whole time. She'd turn her face, like, five feet around from the microphone, and then you hear, ah! I want to get paid for lip syncing. Can I get paid for lip syncing? That was, that was the, one of the top one. I'm going to say top one worst shows I've ever seen. It was, I mean, it was awful. It what was, was awful. it? What was it? Millie Vanilli? <laughs> I mean, was she? Was she? I mean, I'm playing she, Saturday Night Notice, and I don't get paid to lip sync. I get paid to sing 40 songs in three hours. So I mean, they, that was know. that was just awful. The <laughs> I don't ga- get the paid ga- that much for it, you know. The game, on the other hand, was incredible. It was a great game. It was a great game until the end. And it was, it was a great game. I thought I thought both quarterbacks played great. I thought Mahomes played great for you know, but I, I thought Jalen Hurts was terrific. Jalen Hurts had four touchdowns, three running, one passing. I mean, it's amazing. Look, let me break down the stats here. The Eagles. I had a 412 yards, I believe, in total offense. Okay, and what? New and uh, I guess the Kansas City Chiefs had what? Three. I mean, three, this, 360, something like that. The stat that blew me away yeah. the most was that the Eagles and the Chiefs—I can't remember what order—but they were one and two in the league right. in sacks. Right. And there was one sack the entire game. Right. And it was Jalen Hurts. And it was pretty much a sack out of bounds. And the fumble was the biggest play of the game. To be the fumble and the return by Tony. Boy, I'm a giant fan. Kadarius Tony, is a, he can take a Super Bowl bowl ring and, you know, he, he, can, scre- he you screwed, know what he can do with it, Kadarius, okay? He screwed me on my square, so screw him, <laughs> you know. Oh, that, that 65-yard return, you know, oh, I was man. like, maybe if they hold him to, uh, if they held Kansas City to a field goal, you know, get him, knock him down, I, I still might have another shot at my square, but no, they, they screwed me, so, and then he basically walks almost to the end zone, you know, Pretty and, uh, and the, I tell you, the player of the game is Pachoka, Pacheca? Pachenko. Pacheco. Pachenko. Yeah. Pachenko. Is it Jenga? Who was a seventh-round pick, by the way. I mean, seventh-round I mean, pick. And the interesting thing is Kansas City ran – they ran for like 158 yards, and the Eagles ran for like 126. So I told you last week, I said, if the Eagles control time of possession and run the ball better, they're going to win, right? They had the ball for 35 minutes, and Kansas City had the ball for 24 minutes. And in the first half, Philly had the ball forever. They said there was a period of a, of an hour and 33 minutes that Patty Mahomes did not have the football. Right, and that's hands. what I said. Kelsey didn't even make a catch in the entire second quarter okay so figure this out right so here's my question for you why didn't philly continue to run the football in the second half and also too they couldn't stop kansas city touchdown 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 field goal that's what the drives were who's who's philly's all year long philly had 70 sacks in fact through the playoffs they had 86 sacks now one time so give to me the mvp is not mahomes the mvp to me is the offensive line of the kansas city chiefs because they protected him beautifully jalen hurts had 70 yards like you text me during the game their second highest carrier who should be the highest right. yard gainer, 21. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. 21. They you're, did, no, you're, you nailed you, it. You, you were, you were nailed. You, have you to, nailed it. You have to shorten the game against that off, against Kansas City's offense. Not that Philadelphia is a bad offense. They have a good offense. But the thing was, I thought Sirianni got outcoached. I really do. I really do. I felt that. The, first of all, Spag's halftime adjustments on defense were excellent. Uh, excellent offensive play calling by, by Andy Reid. And I, I don't think Eric Bieniemy gets enough credit. How the hell he doesn't have an NFL coaching job and a head coaching job? At the, I, I have no idea. So Did you see that? Uh, it's certainly to me not a racial 
personal thing because you know, there's plenty of black coaches that are getting hired, so I don't know what it is at this you point. see that Philly's uh, offensive and defensive coordinators both got new jobs yesterday? No kidding. The defensive coordinator should have been shot after. Shine, Stein, Shine, whatever, the offensive coordinator, like yeah. he got he got hired but the, by the, somewhere the, else. The, it's, the Philly it's amazing. defense was invisible in the second half, and, it's, and I hate both teams. Obviously, I'm a Giants fan, and my second favorite team growing up was the San Diego Chargers, so and I still call them the San Diego Chargers. So to me, I wouldn't really, really care who won, but I found it's funny, but at the end of the game, I, not that I wanted Philly to win, but when Kansas City gets that call, the whole, to me, that was the biggest play of the game is the holding call because that, I'm sick of these ticky-tack calls. Can the referees please stop determining games? They the, did it in the Cincinnati game, and that was obviously a little, little, little bit more egregious than, than this was. This wasn't even egregious. This was ridiculous. And in fact, on the play where Mahomes ran for 26 yards up the field towards the end of the game, like Donovan Sue got held. They didn't call that. I mean, we can all so agree. I mean, we we can all agree to disagree. It that happens that was all a, the time. That, that was a hold, but you know, that was the first defensive hold of the game. It was a hold, and it came on that play. Right. It was the first defensive hold of the game. The referees dictated that game. That can't happen. No, it can't. That well, was that was awful and Greg Olson on the on the Fox broadcast ripped the refs today. He goes, let him play. He was right. he was pissed. He goes, How let him play. Well, you know what? The referees determining the outcome of the game. It's ridiculous. They did the same thing in and Cincinnati the, and, too against and, the Kansas City. And, and the receiver ridiculous. was just doing a cross. He yep. was doing a cross. It's like you know the defender right. wasn't trying to hold him. It's like it was it was a great offensive maneuver, and he was doing a cross, and the right. guy grabbed him. Right. And then what pissed me off is he come out and he goes, "Yeah, I held him." Yeah, I know. why would you do? Why would you? Well, he did. He really irritated me, though. Well, he said he held his shirt. That's what he said. So. Yeah, yeah, but still. Four one three four four five five nine four three. Right here, Cronin Zuck, right here, WTBR. MVP Sports Now. MVP of the game is Pacheco sliding, <laughs> sliding. They should have pushed before. him in the end zone, right? Well, well sliding in. Know. You know, having the knowledge to know. That you don't need to score a touchdown. Well, that's coaching. To, well, Andy Reid has been the clock eater in the past. Right, he hasn't right. known how to manage the clock. Right, we know that. And and this guy slides at the one, manages to keep his feet out of the end zone and out of bounds. Right. Out of out of bounds, I, mean, I should yeah. say. And they were able to manage the clock to only give Philly what eight seconds or four seconds. Eight, eight seconds. Eight and, seconds. And then obviously, this this thing was over. But I mean, and Jalen Hurts' shoulder was. I felt bad for Jalen Hurts. I really did. He played an amazing game. He, he played fantastic. On any other team, they would have. They scored thirty five points and lost. <laughs> if you think about it, you would have told me the Eagles were going to score thirty five points and lose. I was like, yeah, right. Come on. Halftime, I thought 13. that game was over. Oh, I know. Twenty four fourteen. I didn't think it was over. Not, I thought. I thought. I thought the not Eagles were gonna. I thought the Eagles were gonna. Which, well, I thought the Eagles were gonna get the ball and run the football, and then they, they kept throwing the ball, you know. And in the second half, they couldn't. They scored eleven. They scored eleven points in the entire second half. They got to score twenty four to eleven in the second half. Do you know what blows my mind about the Eagles? I told you three touchdowns and a field goal. Huh? The, Eagle, the Eagles will be back, by the way. Oh I, yeah, I, they're I, really good. And, and the thing is. They go for it on fourth and one all the time, and they line up like it's a quarterback sneak. There's no deception, but every single frickin' time they do that, Jalen Hurts gets a first down. It's like we're just going, okay, hey, guess what? We're going to run. And he blows it to him. He's so good. That team has got – they're going to be back. Absolutely, and Kansas they have two, City they couldn't have, score, and they have two first-round picks. Did you know the Eagles have two first-round wow. picks? That I didn't know. That's no. incredible. So they're they're going to build well, up Howie that Rose, team. Howie Roseman's done a really great job since he took over as GM. I mean, he, he has. I mean, I mean, they're drafting, they're free agents. I mean, obviously signing Brown and tra- or trading for Brown. You know, it was I saw, huge. Yeah, it was. I mean, he and Smith are tremendous. And that Smith catch was a catch, by the way. Oh yeah, absolutely. That they that they overturned. Yeah. That was that was. Yeah, I thought it was ridiculous. But yeah. I mean, but again, you know, we talked about time of possession. Time of possession in the game itself was 35-24. I mean, the Chiefs didn't have the ball the whole half basically. And the, but the biggest play to me is, you know, Hurts is going to run a draw play and he fumbles the ball. They pick up the ball. You know, I also thought too that Kansas City actually got a, another fumble. I thought that was an actual catch. You know, they called it no catch, but so uh, yeah, I thought it was a catch. It could have been another uh, six points and another touchdown for Kansas City on the defensive side. So. Four one three four four five five nine four three right here at WTBR and uh, Berkshire Sports Now. Cronin Zuck here at ten fourteen in the morning. It's beautiful outside. It's supposed to be like fifty four on Thursday. So getting there, feeling that spring fever coming. You know what I'm saying? So uh, yeah. And then next week we'll get a foot of snow. 
<laughs> exactly. There you go. Not to be the damsel well, in distress get... here, but that's how it works. Well, I'm playing. I'm playing. Welcome by the way. to the Berkshires, man. Yeah, exactly. So my band, HB Funk and Company, we're playing actually Saturday night um, at the Knox Trail Inn in Otis, Massachusetts, about 35 minutes from here. And uh, so you, you think, oh wow, maybe it'd be like 40, 50 degrees. So it's supposed to be 36 Saturday night. So so we're driving down, and then we're playing for a few hours down there. And uh, it's supposed to be really nice. I've never been down there, but it's supposed to be really good. The food's supposed to be good. So. 8 o'clock, HB Funk, Saturday night, the uh, Knox Trail Inn in Otis, Massachusetts. So uh, 10, 15 right here. Uh, give us a call if you get a chance. If you live, you're out there texting Sean and even his buddies out there, you can call us. You know, Don't be afraid to give us a call. So 413-445-5943. So now that we've uh, dissected the Super Bowl a little bit, well, I mean, you know, the NFL is an all- year 365 days now we have free agency trades yep is aaron Rodgers out of his dark room yet do you hear he went into a, like a, a a room of complete <laughs> darkness for four days is he going to go to the jets i don't know we got a lot of quarterbacks to figure out where they're did, going did Derek carr rejected a trade to the saints i mean oh, jimmy, I jimmy that, garoppolo's yeah. a free agent what like, do you think garoppolo i think garoppolo's going to vegas i really do his old buddy mcdaniels it makes sense where, what are the Jets going to do? You know, you don't ever think the Jets, you know, it's funny. The Jets talk. This is okay. I've heard all week, all right? We're talking about this. All right. I've heard all week about the Jets finally asked permission to speak or speak or either talk to the, uh, you know, management about Aaron Rodgers' availability with Green Bay. Here's my question for you What has Aaron Rodgers done over the last 10 years besides zero? Okay. Yeah. He's been MVP. I understand that. I'm talking about on the field in big games. Tell me what he's done. Zippity doodah. So if he goes from the Packers to the Jets, he's going to go from a team that has no wide receivers to a team that has no wide receivers. He's well, no, the Jets have wide receivers. They just mm. had the, the offensive rookie of the year, right? Yeah. All right. I'll Garrett, give you that. Garrett Wilson and, well, and the defensive rookie of the year, Sauce. So. Well, I'm talking they about. Got, I'm, I'm not talking the about Jets defense. Got, the Jets have a great the defense. Jets have but, wonderful receivers. They got they have three three terrific receivers. You see, got more. You got they they paint this rainbow beauty picture around Aaron Rodgers. But they paint this picture around him like he's like supposed to be the best ever, the most talented quarterback he's very in the NFL. Talented. And if if you're that good, you should be able to make the the talent around you that better. When's the last and time he, he won a big game? He had a chance to go to the playoffs against Detroit, and he lost at home. He lost to Brady in the championship game. He lost the following year again. So my, my question is for you, when's the last time Aaron Rodgers won a big game? A he, long time ago. He missed the playoffs this past year. A long time ago. In the past ago. two years, he missed. They were the number one seed, and they lost at home two years in a row. Now you might think I'm crazy, okay? But I think the guy... I think you're crazy, but you know, in a good way. Well, but no, I think le- you're. Le- I think you're definitely crazy. Legally insane, we like to like Robin Williams <laughs> to say. Robin Williams <laughs> to say, "Oh yes, I'm legally insane." Um, but here's the here's the deal. The guy, and you're gonna think I'm nuts when I say this. I think the guy the Jets should go after Derek Carr is Baker Mayfield. Here's why. Okay, now if you put Baker Mayfield in the Jets, <laughs> he's 26. <laughs> wait, he's 26 years old. Okay. He's, tw- he's laughing at me. I knew you were going to laugh at this. He's tw- <laughs> what is he, 26, 27 years old? Baker Mayfield. He's 26, 27 years old, right? Oh, right. He's been with four teams uh, already, right? This would be what? His f- the- team number five. He's a mobile guy. He's still young, okay? And and what do you – I mean, why would you want 39-year-old Aaron Rodgers at this point? It, it, I mean, I don't know. I want a young quarterback that's got some, some mobility, I mean, Garoppolo, do you want Garoppolo? He gets hurt all the time. Do you want Derek Carr? All right, I'll settle for Derek Carr. How's that sound? I'd rather take Mike White. No. Then what, the Derek Carr? No, over Baker Mayfield. The, the, the thing is, to me, Baker hasn't been coached correctly. I think that if you, okay, if you have a, okay, let, next, next year they're going to get their running back back, okay? They're going to get the kid back. Hopefully, he just came off an ACL tear, so they're going to get him back. So you've got that running game, okay, possibly with the Jets. And then you put a guy like Baker Mayfield into 20 or 25 passes a game. I mean, it's not that he's a terrible – I don't think he's a terrible quarterback. I think he's been coached poorly. I think he's been in the wrong situations. You know, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I don't so know. So that, that means you don't think too high of Kevin Stefanski then, the head coach of the Browns, right? No, I don't. Okay. <laughs> and but then, he's, he's back though, right? But what about with Sean McVay? Out in L.A. I mean, he, you, mean, really, down, you know, I don't know. I mean, he, he did all right out there. Yeah. But, but, but then you, then you got to ask a question, too. Does, he, did, he did do well with Sean McVay. Do, does L.A., uh, you know, hang on to Stafford? Do they resign I Baker? Think Staff, I think Stafford should resign. I think he should retire, right? I think he's, I think he's done. I really do. 
there's a lot of shuffle going on. I mean, you know, Derek Carr, what if he goes down to Houston? I don't, I don't know if that's a good fit for him. I'm not sure. I don't know. I mean, to me, right now, and the other thing, too, is that we're looking at uh, um, you know, the uh, signing of uh, Sean Payton by Denver. How'd you like that move by the Denver Broncos getting Sean Payton? I think Sean Payton is as overrated as, uh, I don't know. Is he's just overrated? I was trying to come up with something real fast there, but I couldn't. Why come you don't up think he's? It. Why you don't think he's a good coach? He's got like pretty much identical numbers to Mike McCarthy. He's a better coach than Mike McCarthy. He, you know what, what though? Mike- you know, you know what? You know what I appreciated about Sean Payton right off the bat is Russell Wilson has had this ego, right? And Sean Payton, they asked him a question. Said, Russell Wilson has his own office and he's got a, a, a his own personal quarterback coach. And Sean Payton goes. I don't know what the hell that means. He goes, we have our coaching staff in place, and that's who's going to be in our building. And, like, somebody needs to get in there and whoop Russell Wilson's ass because, you know, Russell Wilson, he's been coddled. Yep. He's been coddled. Of course. And let's see. Let's see what he does. I think think he's cooked. I I, I don't. Here's why. Here's, here's Here's my reasoning. Okay. Now, if you look at Nathaniel Hackett, he just got hired by the Jets as OC. Okay. Nathaniel Hackett has a very, very specifically... Um, a very difficult offensive scheme to run, okay? And he put Wilson in a situation which I don't feel Wilson was comfortable in. Wilson, to me, is an improvisational quarterback, okay, who's going who's gonna to use his instinct and his athletic ability to make plays. That was not the case with, with, with Nathaniel Hackett's offensive scheme. He, br- I, he okay. brought the Aaron Rodgers offense to Denver. Correct. Yes. Correct. Based, yes. In so many words, yeah. yeah. So it's a completely different offense. It's a much more structured offensive scheme, and I think you have to let Russell Wilson – be Russell Wilson. So I, I expect that he will be better next year. And, and the thing is, they have a good defense. So you put some offensive people around there, and you get a guy like Sean Payne. I guarantee you the Broncos will be better next year. I, I guarantee it. They'll be more buttoned up than they were last year. They no have doubt a, about it. But they have it. a really good defense. So that's, you start with a good defense. And they have good receivers. Right. So that's what I'm saying. But the, I really believe that Nathaniel Hackett's his whole offensive scheme and his system was really uh, you know just did not work. For Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson's got to be himself. He's got to be improvisational. He's got to be his his athletic self. So that's as a, as as a term they say, you got to let Russ cook. <laughs> right, exactly. That's what they say. You got to let Russ cook. You know, I mean, you know, it's and, like it's like trying to put Patrick Mahomes in all that structure. Patrick Mahomes is probably one of the best quarterbacks I've ever seen. At just you know, improvising on the field and doing things that you know that most quarterbacks can't really do. You know, doesn't he make the game look so slow, um, Mahomes? Just like he guys, just makes it look so slow. Like, guys, so and that's good. That, and that's the the ultimate compliment. Yep. You know what I mean? Like yep. just he just makes it look so slow. Like that yep. that twenty. Two twenty-three yard run he made in the yep. fourth quarter the other night. Absolutely. I just watched him going. Did I just see that in slow motion? Yeah. I mean, on a bum ankle. Yeah, and amazing. He, you know, I amazing. Mean, it, 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 so people are saying, "Oh, is anyone ever going to top Brady?" And they're, they're they're already putting Mahomes in that conversation. I'm like, relax. Well, come on. I mean, he's, I mean, still, he's won two Super Bowls, but he's, he's only twenty-seven. Right. That's he's amazing. been in three. Well, that's amazing. He's only twenty-seven. I mean, he's look out. I mean, you know, the guy that team is really good too. I mean, do you know who's won less Super Bowls than Patty Mahomes? Who? Aaron Rodgers. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's what Retire. I'm saying. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I don't understand the fact. Look, I can understand Aaron Rodgers is certainly an upgrade, okay, from Zach Wilson and, and, and Mike White, okay, and, and certainly an upgrade from Joe Flacco, all right? But he's 39 years old. You're talking about an offensive line. The Jets have got to draft some offensive linemen this year. I mean, if they're going to go out and get a guy like Rodgers, who's been, I'm not saying Rodgers is immobile, but he's 39. So you have to you have to beep up your offensive line. Now you have Nathaniel Hackett as your offensive coordinator. And so, like again, I was talking about, you know, his scheme and his design plays and so forth. That's a little bit more structural, you know, and that's the thing. Um Joe, I, I don't really know what the Jets are gonna do. I, I have no idea. I mean, I honestly I, I think Derek Carr might be the answer or I, I but I telling you, Baker Mayfield has talent. Baker Mayfield has to be in the right system with the right coach, and he doesn't have to throw forty times a game. You don't want him throwing forty times a game. Okay. Joe he, Namath was on Fox over the weekend because Fox held the Super Bowl. I love Joe Namath he when I was sa- a kid. He said he would unretire his number for the Jets if they got <laughs> Aaron Rodgers because he's Number 12. Right, number 12, of course. And he said, he goes, the Jets need to do something. And Best he, release. You know how he's, he's always on some kind of 
substance. Best release. I don't know what he's yeah. on, but who? He, Joe Namath. Oh, he's no, he's he's seventy nine years old, but he's always whenever they get him on TV, he's always smiling, laughing, and he goes and he goes, I gotta tell you guys, lovely guy. He goes, I gotta tell you guys, if Aaron Rodgers came to the Jets, I would let him wear my number. I'm sure. He goes, I would take that number up because we need to do something here in New York, and we're not doing it right now with the quarterbacks we got. <laughs> nice Bama. Nice Bama action. There, buddy. Well, but he went to Bama. I know he did. I, how well, is I that? How was that? That was a decent Joe Namath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. not bad. I, you look, I, I, he listen, was a, listen he, between I, he and I, Marino I against him, and uh, <laughs> you know, so. he and Marino to me the two best releases I ever saw. Joe Joe Namath was like a ball coming out of a it was like coming out of a cannon when he threw the football. I mean, those those were fun days. Speaking of the Jets, I have to say a couple things. First of all, I'm very very happy that one of the most decent nicest guys and one of the best interior linemen of all time. Joe Klecko, finally in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Thank you so much. It's about time he got in. Um, I met Joe years ago. Joe, I played. Uh, we played scrimmage uh, uh, when I was uh, doing this uh, football program for the day, and uh, we had a great time. And Joe Klecko, awesome. the nicest. Oh, Joe's the best. Very cool. He was a really good friend. My 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 dad had a friend who was 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 uh, good friends with a lot of the uh, players on the New York Jets. So I got to I got to have dinner with um, with Pat Leahy and Chuck Ramsey and. Yeah, I, I did a lot of NFL stuff as a, as, a, as a young man. Went to NFL dinners and so forth. My dad took me to an amazing NFL dinner one night for all the quarterbacks. So I got to meet Bobby Lane and Otto Graham. And Otto Graham, by the way, never gets thrown into mention uh, as the greatest quarterback of all time who won 10 championships in a row with the Cleveland Browns. So, um, hey, Speaking of the Jets, did you see who was interviewing for defensive coordinator for the Denver Broncos? No. <laughs> really? Rex Ryan. Wow. He's Sean Payton, Rex Ryan. He's a good coach. And it's funny. It's funny. I, I read this on the on a uh, Patriots website this morning. The Patriots played Denver this year. Yep. And also Rondé Barber. Congratulations to my buddy Tiki's uh, uh, brother Rondé Barber. Well deserved. One he of the in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, he got in the Hall. Yeah, absolutely. Nice. Well deserved. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, Very well cool. Well deserved. Yeah. So four one three four four five five nine four three ten twenty six right here in WTBR and Cronin uh, Zook. Uh, we are. Uh, Going to uh, take a break, come back, and I know Sean's got some baseball stuff. And obviously, hey, the Knicks won last night. They finally beat the Nets. They had to trade Durant and uh, and Kyrie Irving just to get a win against the Nets last night. So hey, addition uh, by subtraction for the Nets. Oh man, I tell you, they got Din- Dinwiddie had a good game last night. They got Spencer Dinwiddie back the Nets. He's a good ball player. With Celtics, the Celtics play Milwaukee tonight. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, so. I love Giannis. He's 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 one of the only guys in the league that actually posts. You know, yeah. I mean, a lot of these guys don't post up. But uh, I got some thoughts on LeBron breaking. Uh, you know, Kareem's of record course. too. Uh, I have yeah. some some negative LeBron. Thoughts. Okay, yeah. Well, so. <laughs> LeBron, you take him or leave him. You know what I'm saying? So, all right. Well, we'll return in a couple of minutes and uh, stay with us right here on WTBR. Yep. Garbage Pail Kids. We got something for just about everybody. WTBR. Pittsville residents, have you heard about Code Red? It's the city's emergency alert program, and it keeps you informed on the latest updates and notifications, including but not limited to weather-related emergencies, road closures, and water main breaks. So stay connected and be informed. Text Pittsfield to 99411 to enroll or visit cityofpittsfield.org to sign up. Hey, this is Mike Pezzo. Remember those tunes your parents told you to turn down? Better yet, remember those tunes your grandparents told your parents to turn down? Well, on Mike's Amazing Music and Oldies show, you'll hear sometimes oldies, sometimes blues, sometimes local performers, and a lot of rock. On Pritchard County's only rock station, 89.7 WTBR-FM, Pittsfield Community Radio, Thursdays at noon. Tune in and be entertained and educated. Check it out, it's the Terminator. Hey, when'd you get back, huh? Did you have to shoot anyone? Why are you so distant? Are you not happy to see me? So what's the deal? You gonna get a job now or what? Why are you being so jumpy? Put all that stuff behind you, okay? No one knows what it's like to come back from Iraq or Afghanistan unless they were there. Join other veterans at communityofveterans.org because we know where you're coming from. Brought to you by Iraq and Afghanistan Veterans of America and the Ad Council. Stupid with your skin, it's the only skin you're in. Know what's good and bad to do. 
find the right and wrong for you It's time to learn what it's about Cause indoor tanning is out UV lamps from a tanning bed They can turn your skin beet red Wrinkles come from the UV light And age spots make you go frightful sight With UV light, it gets worse Skin cancer is a wicked curse Don't be the one that's tan and dead Use your brain, use your head It's time you learn what it's about Cause indoor tanning is out a message from the American Academy of Dermatology. Just when you thought radio was getting dull, WTBR has something to brighten up your night. Really? It's called TBR After Hours. And overnight Saturday at midnight, you'll hear a solid hour of a recording artist or band, the hits, as well as deep traps with limited commercial interruption. Impressive. Most impressive. TBR After Hours is hosted by The Minster. Isn't that the same guy you hear on classic TBR? Hmm. It's TBR After Hours, overnight Saturday at midnight, right here on WTBR, and also available on podcast. Larry Krepke here from Nothing But Old 45s, inviting you to check out my brand new show here on WTBR called Sweet Country Music. Some of the best country music I've ever recorded, like Dolly Parton, Alan Jackson, Patsy Cline, and a lot more. Plus, every show contains a comedy segment that'll put a smile on your face. Sweet Country Music, 11 a.m. Sunday mornings here on 89.7 WTBR-FM. Pittsfield Community Radio. Sweet country music. Did you know that just 30 minutes a day of physical activity can improve your health and decrease your risk of heart disease? Walking is an easy way to start. For every hour of regular vigorous exercise, you can gain two hours of life expectancy. So start walking for yourself. Start walking with your family. Start walking with your friends. Start walking in your community. Start walking. Start something. Join the movement today. For more information on the American Heart Association START program, visit heart.org slash start. Mexicans, Bigfoot, Koreans, yep. garbage pail kids. We got something for just about everybody. Hipster. WTBR. WTBR. Yeah, Walter Radio here. <laughs> Yeah, I made it back on the radio. Yeah, yeah, here we go. Yeah. Well, here we go. All right. Another half hour. We're looking for some phone calls. Uh, where is everybody yeah, today? Where is everybody today? Really? Buddy, uh, you know, the Super Bowl hangover was yesterday. <laughs> Today's Tuesday. This is exactly, unacceptable right. that I don't see the phone lines lighting up here. This is a little ridiculous. Yeah, it's insane, right? But, uh,. Uh, where do we want to go, Rob? You want to go basketball? You want to go baseball? What do you think? Well, I was going to ask you about, you know, you were talking about the intriguingness of the Red Sox lineup, or and, and you told me that Kiki's going to play shortstop. Why? He's not a shortstop. Do you think he can play shortstop? He's a good enough athlete, but I don't think he's a shortstop. What well, this, this is the problem. Yeah. Bogey goes to San Diego, which is, I can't believe the Red Sox ownership didn't do everything they could to keep a fan favorite. It was ridiculous. It's ridiculous. You know, so they signed this this guy out of Japan, Money's Masataka ridiculous. Yoshida, right, right, to you know to a five year ninety million dollar deal, who, you know, Unproven, he, he was right? a yeah. great player in Japan, right. but you know how players in Japan go when they come over to MLB. It's a coin flip, you know. Right. But you won't give Bogarts a contract, and Kike missed half a year last year to injuries, and you're going to make him a starting shortstop, and you're putting. Christian Arroyo is your starting second baseman. He's okay. As long as he stays healthy, he's not a bad player. This is exactly what I was going to get at. Yeah, yeah. Kike and Arroyo both missed significant amount of time last year. And you have a rookie at first base who they're, they're putting all the, mar- all the marbles in on him, Tristan Casas, who, you know, it was only 23 games I think he played last year, but he hit 197. He did hit five home runs. Right. He walked more than he struck out. But, I mean, Verdugo, eh, that's basically our best return from the Mookie Betts trade. You know, he, he's going to hit 280, 290, but he's only going to give you 12, 13 home runs. The pitching staff, okay, this is what I was telling you before we came Corey on the air. Corey Kluber, ladies and gentlemen. Chris Sale, Corey Kluber, James Paxton, 
are the are the big three. That's crazy. If that was the big if that was the big three six years ago, that's different. Everybody would go, "Wow, this is a World Series right. or bust team." Right. Now it's a. I hope I don't break my elbow. This is like team. George Allen and the Over the Hill Gang <laughs> watching the Redskins and, days, and, yeah. and and they gave you know. Kenley Jansen from the dot, you know, was the Dodgers closer. It was the Braves last I don't year. Get it. They gave him two year, thirty two million dollar deal. He blew eight. Everybody's like, oh, he was great. He led the league in saves last year. Yeah, he also blew eight. You know, and they gave Chris Martin a, a decent deal, two years, seventeen yeah, I like, and a half I like, million. I like Chris Martin. I, I think like, he pitch well. He he can he throws strikes. They've they've turned their bullpen into a a a, a you know guy. They've they've. Turn them more into command than stuff. You know what I mean by that? Like guys that can throw strikes. Well, we know what we, we know what relief pitchers are. I mean, some are. But so, they got rid of a they, different year. You know, they got rid of Matt Barnes, except for Mariano. They got rid of Matt Barnes, right? But they kept Ryan Crookedhead Brazier, <laughs> which I just don't get. And he goes, "Well, I feel like I unlocked something the last Derek year." Derek Queen Brazier, there he is. I mean, he's going to be out there with his neck crooked off to the right side, and he's going to give up a five seven eighty ERA like he had last year. I, I honestly don't know what Heim Bloom is doing. Uh, I mean, you know, uh, I, don't I, know I, like, I like I like I don't know if it's much Bloom as in his ownership right now. Well, their their payroll still two hundred and twenty plus mil. You know, I like the Duvall signing, Adam Duvall. Yeah, but I'd like him. Yeah. I'd like him as a bench guy. I, right, I, right. I don't. I, a platoon. Right. You know. He's I don't. He's thirty-four years old. I mean, he's going to stay healthy all season. I mean, I don't know. And they're saying they're going to start him as he's going to be the everyday starting center fielder. I don't get it. I don't get it. I'd rather see Kiki start at center field. But I'd don't rather they, don't bring the Red Sox have a young shortstop in their in their farm system that they could bring up at all or no? Well, they have this guy Sedane Raphael. Okay. Who last year. Uh, like led the the minor leagues in like triples, home runs, doubles, right. like in their in their farm system. Okay. Uh, but they're saying he's got bad plate discipline. His his like on base percentage is like three ten. So they want to give him you know another couple months. But uh, I just I honestly would rather bring. <laughs> I can't believe I'm going to say this. I'd honestly rather have Jackie Bradley Jr. back. Have him hit center field. Absolutely. Have, well, have him hit, certainly. Have yeah. him hit two ten because Duvall had right, a, right. like a tear in the sheath of his shoulder right. last year, right. and who knows how he's going to come back from that. You certainly know what you're going to get from Jackie Brantley Jr. And, defensively, and, of course. And, so. and Duvall's played in the National League his whole career. Right. How do we know he's going to adjust to American League pitching? Well, I mean, I that's think, that's I think a he'll thing too. Yeah, but it's, but, it's, yeah, but, but there's no league play now. It's not like the National League and American League don't play right. anymore. Right. We talked about it last year. The balance oh, schedule. Yeah. I don't, Rob Manfred's an idiot. You know, I told you I never thought that this would be the day that Gary Bettman of the NHL would be the best commissioner out there. I mean, I, Rob Manfred's. Are useless. we giving Goodell claps too? Oh, for what? Being better than Rob Manfred. Oh yeah, well Rob Manfred's the worst. I mean, I told you, Bud Stilling really looks like you know, like you know, like a Prince Prince, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> like uh, you know Prince Alibaba. I mean, it's it's like uh, I don't know. I just think that the. Um, the, 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 the Major League Baseball just doesn't get it. I mean, even the NHL right now, I mean, the Islanders and the Rangers played last year, and they don't have a game left this year. They're one of the best rivalries of all times in the NHL, and they don't play again. And I don't think the Islanders are making the playoffs anyway. They have, they've had a couple of tough games. They lost to Vancouver. They lost to Montreal in overtime the other day. But just getting back to baseball, okay. Did you see that they're making uh, the yeah. extra innings Ghost Runner a permanent? Oh, no. I read that this oh, morning. No, it's permanent. Extra innings. No, Ghost Runner. What? Okay, if you're gonna have the Please. Ghost, if you're, wait, if you're gonna have give the Ghost me a Runner, break. if you're gonna have the Ghost Runner, which I can't stand, could you do the Ghost Runner maybe after a few innings, and could you do it at first base so we don't have like you know, just a space hit wins the game or a base hit scores a run? I mean, it's ridiculous. It's not real baseball. Oh, they also. Made I don't it. need a pitch clock. I just need pitchers to pitch faster. Oh, okay. They, they also made another rule. Uh, I don't need bigger bases. Why do we have bigger bases? Can you please please explain to me bigger bases? What is the point of bigger bases? I don't understand. How how about this rule? They also made another rule that position players can't pitch um, unless it's after the ninth inning. Well, that's stupid. The ninth inning or later. That's stupid. Unless... The team has gone through their entire bullpen in the game. Why do you want a balanced schedule in Major League Baseball? We've said this before. It's why do you want these stupid? Re- why do you want these stupid? It's a regional game. Do you give a a, fro- a frog's fat rear end, honestly, about what's going on uh, out west with with the Arizona Diamondbacks or the Minnesota Twins in the American League or the Texas Rangers or any of these teams that I don't give two flying you know fathoms about? I mean, why would I even consider caring about those teams? I care about my own teams. 
It's a regional sport. That's what you don't want. You don't want to see the Kansas City Royals more often. No, Robbie, come no. on. <laughs> oh, oh, what? So I can watch Aroldis Chapman come in in the ninth <laughs> inning? Oh my God, poor, poor Aroldis. Like, where can I sign? Oh, Kansas City will sign you. Go ahead. I mean, it's just so stupid. Another great move by Hein Blooms. He got uh, Mondesi from the Royals, who's played seventy-five games in the past two years. You know. They traded Josh Taylor for him, who hasn't pitched for the Red Sox in a couple of years. But they're like, oh, he's he's coming off ACL surgery. He might be ready to play. And I got to get to my Yankees for a moment, okay? The Yankees, I don't know, uh-huh. I don't, I don't know what he's doing now. They they got Brian Sabia now in the hierarchy, which I thought was a great move, and Omar Manaya too from the Mets. So so now you got two guys basically that are really good. At, at spotting young talent and drafting I got, young I, I talent. Got, I got two words to that, yeah. and then I'll let you continue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two words to what you just said. Fire Cashman. They're never going to fire. They just signed him again. I know they did, but they hired those two guys. Fire Cashman. <laughs> now I'll let you have the floor. There's never, he's never gonna, they're never going to fire him. This guy's got a lifetime pass to the polo grounds. It's at the Yankee Stadium. There's our phones, by the way. All right, we'll take our first call today. All right. Good morning. You're on Cronin Zook on WTBR uh, Berkshire Sports Now. Who am I talking with? Well, you're talking to Mike. Good Mikey, morning. what's up? I had a feeling you were going to call. What's happening, brother? How was your weekend? Yeah. Well, it, yeah, it was pretty good. Football, football, football. And Did, football you... And, and Did you really say 42 to 10? Was that really your prediction? I mean, when you texted that to me, I was laughing. I was like, come on. Hey, mine was worse. I said 2017. He said Mahomes so. would get hurt. I, Mahomes didn't even get touched. That alone hurt, for crying out loud. <laughs> God. Oh, my God. I'm terrible. Hey, Mike, what'd you make of that holding call at the end of the, oh, you know, the, the fourth quarter there? Yeah, that, that was, that was like Robbie says, ticky-tack garbage. That was that was a load of that was awful. Game, you know, and 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 it, and it more than likely changed the game. I mean, I, I you never know, but you have to think that that's that's what did it. The first holding call of the game, by the way. Yeah, yeah. That was awful. But well, yeah, you, know, you, you didn't call the hold on Donald and Sue the play before when you scampered for twenty six yards. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah. So now we can concentrate on. Baseball and and life goes on. Hey, we are a boomer bust uh, Red Sox roster, aren't we? Oh man, I, you know, and, and you you summed it up pretty well. I almost went off the bridge. Now I was, I was driving. Into- <laughs> <laughs> you almost said what a utility utility pole last week. You went off the bridge this week. <laughs> Sorry, man. I need to pull over and listen instead of trying to navigate. The highway. <laughs> Hey, you're glad, you're glad there's not a game going on well, right what, now. What, you know? what, what, what are your thoughts this week, man? My thoughts are, what, what, what is this team going to look like at the end of the season? I mean, it's just, oh, my God. I know Sale's not going to make it through the year. That's almost a given. Something's going to happen to him. But, um, yeah, I just, I just don't have any good feeling whatsoever, you know. And, and a lot of years I do, and this year I absolutely don't. I feel like we're a 79 win at best team. Like there, there, there's going to be there's going to be some and the only reason I feel that way is because the the schedule is more balanced. We're going to we're going to face some pretty crappy competition. And uh, Robbie's over there shaking his head. You know, we're going to have uh, 18 less games against our division, which, you know, we were awful against our division last year, so that's going to help. But I I, yeah. it's, I don't know what Heim Bloom is doing. Do you have any any thoughts <laughs> on what's going on here? Maybe he's having drinks with Cashman together. I, I don't know because, you know, I had high hopes when he came in because he's done some good things with, uh, with Tampa and all, but um, this was not, not what I expected from him, you know, and they've got the money. I just don't understand it. I would have rather had Evaldi back than Corey Kluber. <laughs> you know, we, we knew we had, like, we, we, we talked about this less last week. Money. It's almost like this is last weekend. We talked about this. Evaldi, they know the history. They know the injury yeah. history. Kluber, we, he, you know, two years ago threw a no-hitter for the Yankees, and then he was out for the rest of the year. You know, last year he had a four-and-a-half ERA, 434 ERA for Tampa. You know, like, maybe. I mean, we're, we're banking on maybe. It's so With the down. entire rotation. You know, the Yankees have a good rotation. The problem with the Yankees is we don't know if it's playing left field or shortstop or, goodness gracious, there's a bunch of questions. Well, it's marks. the same thing with the Red Sox. Yeah. They, 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 po- yeah. I mean, do you, do you, I mean, Mike. Do you think Kike is going to stay healthy all year to play shortstop? You know what? I he wants to play shortstop. He's excited about it, but you know, I'm I'm just not comfortable with that either. Um, you it's know, his health. He, he was, 
in the outfield. Right, right. And that's a pretty aggressive position. You know, that's probably the most important infield position there is. And, and you know, he's he's going to be it. And he was, a, hurt. he was a damn good center fielder, too. Yes. What and, do you think about you Adam know, Duvall in center field? Well, if Adam Duvall can actually hit for some power, we'll take oh, he it. he will. He'll hit for power. If he stays yeah. healthy, he's if another his guy. his shoulder's healed. Right. But... Exactly. That's what I'm saying. you got more question marks on both teams than Frank Gorshin had on his Riddler costume for crying out loud. How do you like we got the diddler catcher, Reese McGuire, and, you know, I like the Alfora signing, Jorge Alfora. I mean, you know, he's boomer boss, but I think he's going to make the roster over Connor Wong. You know, you got a diddler and a oh, Wong. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that a great combo? That's a great combo. We Sounds got like a law firm. The diddler of wa- Wong. <laughs> law firm. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh. Yeah. So I was diddling my wong today, and I couldn't. I couldn't and, take and, your phone and, call for my. And, 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 and hey, Mike, let me ask you this too. You know, you know, everybody's saying, "Oh, what a great signing, Kenley Jansen." Does anybody realize he blew eight saves last year? They, and, you know, and I, I, saves, I, dude. And they're bl- they're, I, they're they're paying him more than half of what the starters in our rotation are getting paid. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> another one. You know, you just don't know. Yeah. You know, I know they have a farm system. You know, and they've got to have some guys that, that they could, you know, move along here. But, man, they put money into these guys that, that are, you know, retreads and almost has-beens in some cases. And, you know, it, just, it doesn't make any sense at all. And I'm, I'm not a fan of the Justin Turner uh, move. I would have rather re-sign J.D. I know, you know, he had kind of a down year last year, but he still led the American League in doubles. And, you know, Turner had a little bit of a down year. The, the, you look at those guys, you put them next to each other, their numbers are basically identical. But what do you make of that? I mean, do, do you like the J, the Justin Turner move? I, I kind of do. I think he's going to be good in the clubhouse. <laughs> Hopefully he's good, he's you know, behind the clutch hitter. Hopefully he's good at the plate. J- JD was amazing. You know, uh, he had, yeah. like I said, a down year last year, a little bit. But the thing about JD is you can get him. You can get him out though with that with that that pitch to the outside. A lot of times you can see him reaching a lot. Swing last and year. a miss on a plate down yeah. and out. Down yeah. and out. Yeah. Yeah. Justin but, Turner is a clutch hitter. Though. I just I can't wait to see him in the clubhouse. He brings yeah, a lot of ends. Turns out to be a decent hitter and stays healthy. He could be a fan favorite in no time. Oh yeah, he's he's definitely gonna he's definitely gonna improve their 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 team. He's a, he's just a he's a clutch guy. He's a, he's a leader. I mean, he's everything you wanted a player to bring. He's getting older now, but obviously, he's still you know he still has some tools that left. I think to to uh, and and he can he Sox. can he can spell Devers at third. He can spell Casas yeah, exactly. at first. Uh, he'll, he'll DH sometimes. Yeah, I'm contradicting sure. myself yep. as we speak here. So right. yeah. But well, this balance, yeah, Mike. Cool. What do you think of this balance schedule though? This is a bunch of nonsense. I'm sorry. I, I Rob Manfred's just oh, clueless. I have mixed feelings now. As as a, a baseball fan, first and foremost, I like it from the standpoint that I'll, if I want to, I can go see players that I wouldn't get to see otherwise. That I like. Okay. But the other hand, you know, I I'm as much as I don't like the Yankees uh, <laughs> or Toronto. You know, I'd almost rather see those games in a way. So it's it's kind of I, I, I kind of go both ways on that. It's like we talked about I, last week. I, I, like, I absolutely hate it. I can't stand it. It's like I we talked it. about last week. You know, there might be a chance this summer to get to see Clayton Kershaw pitch at Fenway. Yeah, but and if right. that it's happened, I would, and, and then Mookie would make his return. Like, I would love to see Clayton Kershaw pitch at Fenway. They have a three-game set, I think, in June or July. I would love it. See, I don't even I like see the, I like the balance schedule. I don't want, oh, I can't stand it. I don't, in fact, I don't even see, inter, I don't even like interleague play anymore. I think it, you're only, for, you're only losing for, six games between each team in your division. Yeah, but that. So you go from, you go from 19 to 13. I don't think it's a big deal. I, I just don't. I don't care about seeing the Pirates. I don't care about seeing the Milwaukee Brewers. I don't care about seeing a lot Why of not? teams. Why not? Because you can beat the hell out of them. Because I don't know. It's it's to me. It's just right, it's Mike. Like, you know why? Because like I you said, baseball. The, you, you beat the hell out of these teams, and it helps. Uh, you know. But like I said, baseball's make, a regional make your record sport. better. Baseball's a regional sport. That's why to me, it's it's much different than the other sports. You know. Well, when you're is. a team like the Yankees, it tends to tank down the stretch. You can beat the hell out of some crappy teams, and you can. Uh, but why you do know? I want to see that? I want to see good competitive baseball. I don't want to see that garbage. I want to see. I'd rather see the Red Sox. Than the you Yankees just want to see Aaron team. Boone get fired. That's all. <laughs> I've been wanting to see Aaron Boone get fired for the last three years. What are you talking about? Mm, uh, well, finisher. He's like shoeshine boy. Well, Thank you, shoeshine boy. The ghost runner thing makes me crazy. Oh, I, I, hate I, I, I hate it. I hate that. I hate it. If you're going to do it, could you do it like in the 12th inning or something? Could you let him play three innings first or something? Or could you put the ghost run on first base? 
How about putting the ghost runner on first base to actually have some strategy in the game, like bunting a guy over or hit and running, get him to second or third? That would make it a lot better for me. Hey, Mike, what did you think about, uh, you know, they're, now they're not going to let positional players pitch until either after the ninth inning or until every bullpen uh, member has been exhausted. What did you think of that rule? That's, that, that got I, implemented. Because I tell you, sometimes it's fun to watch these, you know, like a first baseman have to uh, have to pitch, you know, and sometimes they do all right. I mean, I remember watching Albert Pujols pitch for crying out loud on TV. But you know, and you know, I'm glad they got rid of the shift or, or modified it, whatever they ended Thank up doing. God. Uh, that that's going to help batting averages. That's going to help bring some of these ridiculously low batting batting averages up. Um, do, you remember, do you remember? Play. Do you remember Mike Carp? Yes. 2013, 2014 Red Sox team. I was at a yep. game. The Yankees were blowing the Red Sox out in like the seventh inning. Car. It was like 14 to New York, and they brought him into pitch, and he he like threw like two perfect innings or something crazy like that. It was fun. It was fun. Yep. Yep. You know, but, like you know that. Uh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, I, I, I think all these changes are, are, are an attempt to speed up the game and get everybody out of there in two hours. And when I go to a baseball game, I want it to go four or five hours because I'm, I'm getting trashed. I'm spending money. <laughs> but why do, but why, so I'm but, saying the same thing. I'm okay. like, leave the speed of the game alone. I love, right, right. I love the pace. I love the game. I, I just yep. leave baseball alone. It's a traditional game. It's the only game that doesn't have a clock. Right, exactly. Leave it well, the way it, it is. And why do I care? And why do I care if millennials don't get it? Okay, I don't get the. I don't understand the fact why they love the NBA so much. Okay, so the fact that they don't. They, they keep saying, "Well, you know, young people don't really like baseball, and they're not because it's too slow." Well, you know, I was watching golf yesterday. Golf is slow too, but it's exciting. You know, it's like I don't care about the methodical nature of the sport. To me, I really don't care if it uh, speeds get, up. I if get picked on all game, the time for watching golf. I do. I get don't picked, get picked on. on. I love what, watching golf. That's fine. I watch golf too. I mean, it's just I watch soccer now. Right. Well, soccer puts English me to sleep, right? But England, yeah, but yeah, the well, the English league is fun. I mean, that's a lot more fun than certainly the, the American league. You know, the American soccer certainly more physical, oh, yeah. a lot more, a lot more physical physicality. Hey, 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 Mike, do you know we have the slowest pitcher in between pitchers in baseball now? Uh, Kenley Jansen. <laughs> he is. Well, he was the slowest <laughs> right, pitcher exactly. in between pitches last year, and 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 they're they're varying the pitch clock too. It's going to have like you know if there's a runner on base, if there's a runner, two runners on base, if there's a one out, two outs. Like they're 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 messing with it. Either do it like one dimensional. Why okay, do we need bigger Thirty races? seconds, fifteen seconds, or nothing. You know, yeah. Rob Manfred yeah. is just totally screwing up the sport of baseball. You know, there's so many pitchers and batters that have a certain rhythm. It's going to screw up a lot of guys trying to get used to this this time constraint. I mean, Big Poppy used to drive me crazy with his, you know, his all his antics. You know, but you know what? That was him. How about Nomar? Wait, how about the, the gl- with the gloves? <laughs> how about the, ori- wait, how about the, the original guy? The toe taps. You know, <laughs> how about the original guy, Mike Hargrove? They used to call him the Human Rain Delay. Remember, and then he coached, oh, the, coached the Indians, but he was called the Human Rain Delay when remember, he was playing. Remember, yeah. remember, Papelbon got fined one time because he took too long. Uh, he make that stupid that. face. He got, he, he got threw. fined. He got fined because he took too long in between pitches. It was like almost like a minute. He so, looked like a blowfish every time he. You know, got rid of him. <laughs> I'll never forget him for. I'll never forget him for the shipping up the Boston dance when they won the World Series. So he'll he'll forever be one of my heroes. You remember that stupid oh, face he used to make all the time. <laughs> I love that. Oh, Speak, just speaking of closers, one of the best <laughs> moments ever was when Rivera got the uh, the standing ovation when he came back to Fenway after blowing the World Series. Wasn't that great? Oh yeah, suck for me. And he smiled. He laughed. He loved it. It was. It was. That was great. Yeah, those are those were the days. Let me tell you, baseball is just uh, starting to become what it's not supposed it's to be. It's so watered down now. But it, it, I'm telling you honestly, this, this the fact that they got rid of the shift is going to make it a hell of a lot more fun to watch because you're going to get. Obviously, as Sean said, you know you're going to increase the averages. There's going to be some speed on the you know, on the base paths and some movement to the to the game. And that's the, you miss the motion of the game. That's what I miss about the NBA. I miss the actual motion of the game. You know, so you know what they call quality start in Major League Baseball is six innings, <laughs> Five innings six innings pitched, six innings, yeah. three earned runs. 
runs or less. A quality yeah. start in Major League Baseball is now going to turn into uh, three innings pitched, two earned runs. Because now they're talking about piggybacking all these guys. Like, we're going to let the starter go three or four. Then we're going to have a guy in the bullpen that can go long. I mean, it's this analytics. It's these nerds. The openers. These clowns. These nerds that, that yeah. just look at computers that don't look at the actual game itself. And they're killing the sport. They're killing the sport. Well, and the Billy, Billy Bean started it. Sorry, Mike. Sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. No, the, the numbers don't express feeling and and that's the problem you know the they're they're just statistics and they're not always going to bear out because there's the human element right i like i like to see what i see you know like i i I like the era i like the you know the home runs rbis batting average i don't want to see this war you don't like war i don't want to see war war (laughs) nonsense good for absolutely Absolutely nothing I like to see how many guys this guy strikes out. You know how you know how many home runs this guy's gonna hit in the season. Good, don't give me this. Like Joey Gallo last year had a WAR above. Please stop with Joey. No, Gallo. I'm serious. I'm serious. <laughs> he he had a, a positive WAR. I'm oh like, how God. you hit 169? Like these these stats are garbage. I would have a better stat with Ernest and Julio Gallo than just I give me home runs. Gallo, so. Give me give me batting average, home runs, RBIs. Give me right. ERA yeah. strikeouts. Give me exactly. that. And Give ex- me that. Ex- exit velocity. How's that one? <laughs> I, no, I play. I play MLB the Show on my PlayStation all the time, and like I'll hit a home run, right? And, and it'll go uh, average exit or uh, exit velocity one hundred and twenty-one miles an hour. For I'm like. I don't give a flying crap about that. <laughs> you know, like just you know, who cares? We're but we're but we are we are, you know, way into the stack cast era now. Yeah. Anyway, how about Welcome. thirty seconds, Mike? Mike, uh, real, not to change the subject real quick, but how about the uh, how about the Rangers in Carolina the other night? That was some win. My goodness gracious, they were being dominated. They come out in the third period, and score four goals. That was hey. great. That was fantastic. Yeah, and, uh, you think there's going to be any more? Uh, uh, Train Trains? activity with them? Yeah, I do. Well, well, they, you know what they could use? They could use a third, the fourth line center right now. I, there's two guys that, that I was looking at. One is Max Domi. He was playing in Chicago. He could play wing or he could play center. And the other guy was um, was a uh, 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 what's his name? Uh, Boychek or Boychek, the, the kid who plays um, Bor- Borstad, the kid who plays in Phoenix uh, for the Coyotes. He's a, he's a center. He's another guy that could probably, because they really don't have a fourth-line center. They're playing Goody at center, and Goody's not a center. Goody's a wing. When Goody played for Tampa and won those Stanley Cups, he was playing wing. He was effective. So, anyway, brother, thanks for calling, man. I'll talk to you soon, brother, all right? Feel good, man. Take care, guys. All right, take pal. Take care. Take, take right. care, Mike. Thanks, thanks, Mike. thanks for calling, call, buddy. You got it. All right. Anyway, that's my buddy Mike in Ocean City. You know, Mike and I, we were doing radio years ago, you know, in, in Boston. It was a lot of fun. And uh, he once had Leslie Nielsen on the air. He was, where he was interning. He was doing an, an overnight intern while we were roommates in college. And he was doing this overnight intern. And he had Leslie Nielsen on, you know, from, from all the movies, you know. from. So um, I'm just glad at least one of your friends that calls in is a Red Sox fan. You know, <laughs> yeah. Usually I'm on the opposition. So well, We used to walk to Fenway. And Fenway was such an easy walk years ago. So 10.57 right here. We've got three minutes left. Uh, if anybody wants to give us a call, we're going to take a break. And uh, we'll take this time out. And we'll wrap this sucker up for another Tuesday right here on WTBR on uh, Grown and Suck. So. Way too quick. <laughs> Way too quick. Yeah, right. You guys rock. WTBR. Hi, this is Sean Sayre, Executive Director of PCTV. When Taconic High School was demolished, we could have lost this radio station. Instead, PCTV stepped in, built a new studio and transmitter, and gave the station new life. And now it's time to pay that back. Support this station today. Go to WTBRFM.com and click the Donate button. You won't be sorry. Pittsfield Community Radio thanks you for your support. Ready for K is a texting program offered free for families in Berkshire County with children ages 0 to 9. Each week you receive three texts with fun facts and tips to help your child learn and grow. It works. Research shows that the simple strategies built on daily routines like getting dressed or preparing a meal lead to two to three months of child learning gains. Sign up for Ready for K at BerkshireUnitedWay.org and make everyday moments teachable moments. Mexicans, Bigfoot, Koreans, yep. Garbage Pail Kids. We got something for just about everybody. Hipsters. WTBR.
Ladies and gentlemen, wrapping up another edition here of 89.7 WTBR Sports Talk with Cronin and the Zuck. I don't know what to say. You don't know what to say? <laughs> because I'm going into like a hibernation because football's over. I know. Can you believe it's, it? It's, I mean, I, I love baseball. Right. And a lot of friends I have love baseball. A lot of friends I have don't love baseball. But I, I, I just like football's over. But the yeah. off season is starting, yep. folks. Thank you so much for tuning in to another thank you sizzling edition of Cronin and the Zuck. We will see you next week. Let's go Red Sox. Let's go Rangers. Let's go Red Sox. <laughs> Let's go Celtics. Beat the Bucks tonight. Let's go. See you next Tuesday, folks. Same bad time, same bad channel. Stay tuned for Beatles Forever at four o'clock. Great program here on WTBR. We'll see you soon. Give hey. us more time. Ha <laughs> ha.